This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. We host the Holderness Family Podcast every Tuesday. You may know us from the silly videos that we make online. Or a book about marriage called Everybody Fights. Or as winners of season 33 of The Amazing Race. Still can't believe that happened. Listen, we do a lot of stuff, but our podcast is our most favorite thing. Yeah, because every week we get to sit down face-to-face, talk to each other about marriage, family, mental health, or just anything that we want to know more about. Sometimes we have expert interviews, sometimes it's just us, but our goal is to bring some joy and laughter into your life every week. Our other goal is that maybe you will learn something as well. Right. So search the Holderness Family Podcast and check out our most recent episodes. We have one about staying organized with creators of the Home Edit. And one about being diagnosed with ADHD as an adult. We hope you'll join us. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hello, it's Dave here. Hello. This is my wife, Kathy. Oh, That's not how you do it. <laughs> Let's not start again. This is it. This is, we're leaving the outtake in this time. Hello. Hi. Um, so this is the cinema. It's the podcast where we walk home from the movies. We're walking on this very cold day to a movie called Megan or Megan, as they say in the states, or Me- which I don't abide by. It's Megan. Yeah, yeah, there's a, yeah. The the title of this movie is not very SEO friendly because it actually is M three Gan. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's friendly for the internet because it's like the number one trending meme. Oh, is this a meme? Is it? Well, her Tell dancing me, you're around into the to the internet. <laughs> her dancing around and her just general look. Oh, I've seen that gif. I've, yeah. I watched the trailer. I don't normally watch trailers for um, movies that I am like definitely going to see and super excited for but I find with like well this came under my radar I was like what's this I've um, seen the trailer because it was on last time I went to the cinema and it looks fun it looks fun yeah. and normally tell them what it's about Cathy it's about, tell them what they could win well the trailer that I saw it's basically about a doll that is invented uh, to be like a companion for a child and things seem to go awry with this doll it's it's basically Terminator but Chucky yeah it is a horror movie <laughs> but the reason I want to go and see it is actually because um and I know a lot of people are complaining that it's like for kids it's like PG-13 or 12s or whatever are they? Um, people are like oh it's like they wanted to they want they wanted to be gory but this is in fact what's drawing me to the film because I enjoy the element of horror but I don't enjoy hardcore scary films so I'm pleased about this and also like I mean I, I don't really have an issue with that if uh, well, if they're we'll aiming this at teenagers or whatever we'll have to see how it goes yeah if it works um, I'm excited though. Wait, PG thirteen. So does that mean like an eight year old could go in with a parent in that, the states? That I don't understand. So that seems a bit weird. I don't know. Um, all right. Well, look. Uh, yeah, we're. Go- I don't know much else about this. It looks like a bit of fun. I think PG thirteen implies you would need to be with a parent and be thirteen. I think so. <laughs> so what does where that? Where from? It's not PGA. What, what, what ratings have got here? Here in <laughs> I good old Ireland. Anyway, this all right. Is we'll boring. know. We'll know when the the, uh, the Irish <laughs> Film Classification Organization mm-hmm. certificate comes up. Yeah. Now I know you guys come to listen to the podcast to hear all about the Irish Film Certificate you, Organization of they certificate. Do, yeah. um, all right. Bye. Bye. See you in a bit. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. 
I'm gonna do everything I can to make this place feel like home. I just wish I could see them again. I'm not equipped to handle this. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you wanna see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. Is that a doll? Model 3 generative android. Megan, for short. I can't believe you made this. I love it. Wanna hang out? Yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. Hi, we're back. We've seen Megan. It's still cold. <laughs> if anything, it's colder. Um, so uh, I know you're all hanging to know what's the IFCO rating <laughs> for Megan. Well, the thing came up. The big, the big certificate came up on the screen. Thank you, IFCO. It said M3 GAN. This film has been certified 15A, right? Okay. Which for anyone outside of Ireland is basically PG-13, but with 15. Okay. So if you're, so it's advised to be for 15 years and over, but if you are 13, you can go in with your, with your mom. Okay, you're killing me. Yeah, now, which you're definitely going to do. Back to the film. So, yeah, oh, so, so no spoilers here until we get to Spoiler Street, but Cathy, um, spoiler-free thoughts on M3 again. Spoiler-free thoughts on Megan is I had loads of fun. As did all the teenagers in the screening. The teenagers uh, were loving themselves. Loving it. And I yeah. love it for them because there's actually really rarely good teen movies in the cinema anymore, I would say. There's family movies and then there's Marvel movies. And that's about it. Uh, so I think it's great actually to have like a movie squarely uh, for teenagers. I also really enjoyed it. I found it very fun I really enjoy the kind of whole Frankenstein's monster sci-fi thing I found it very funny I laughed a lot uh, I loved how Megan looked and how the actress who played her moved her body around yeah very cool it's a, I just looked it up it's a little girl playing the um, she's amazing playing Megan it's and amazing. she and that's, I thought she was the, the absolute star physicality the physicality of it, of it. Yeah. Like, like if you told me that they that this was like CG animated or it's a robot like I would have been like yeah of course it's a robot like she, she I wouldn't she's so she, good. there's no human behind that <laughs> on the on screen there she told she she was amazing the the physical performer because there's a separate a, a child actor who did the voice I think ah uh, okay and then finally what I really really loved about this movie is its consideration of and like discussion of uh, how parents technology in the place of uh, sort of parenting parenting and children on screen and parenting uh, modern parenting and outsourcing certain ele- elements of its technology I found that very compelling and interesting as a parent and I think all good sci-fi and I would class this as a sci-fi film all good sci-fi yeah. should should hold a mirror up to society and I think this film does a it really black well. mirror yeah so I think this film that uh, that that commentary elevates this film beyond what it is so I actually think this is an absolutely brilliant film there was a I mean speaking of Black Mirror there was a Black Mirror episode which kind of did this a little bit that Miley Cyrus one do you remember mm-hmm. where the, as the Ashley dolls or something you know you get a little doll and you uh, anyway th- th- this whole movie does feel like it just could be a Black Mirror episode um, but in fairness to it way more funny and fun 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, we'll give Charlie Brooker and Black Mirror credit. It's it is very funny. Oh, and it could is, be very but this sharp. movie's silly. Like this is a very silly it horror silly. movie as well. Um, um, I will say, I don't think I quite liked this as much as you did. I think it, I did have a good time. Uh, I think it is fun, but it is a completely um, conventional and expected. Like there wasn't a single thing. Like I, I, this movie. Um, happened in exactly the way I would have expected it to having watched the trailer or do you know what I mean there wasn't a single surprising moment there wasn't a I single think the trailer, thing it's a shame we watched the trailer because it gave away a lot of it well it's just like yeah but like even if, if, 10 minutes into this movie I could have said okay well th- is this going to happen and then that's going to happen and, and then yeah this happened and then that happened so do you know what I mean so I was like I sat there and it is perfectly well executed um, the director I just looked him up is Jared Jared Johnston um, who did a movie I watched in 2014 called Housebound which is a much more interesting movie that he wrote and directed um, about a, a woman in New Zealand who returns to her parents' house after being arrested and she's wearing a, a, an ankle bracelet and stuck in the house and the house is haunted um, so that in itself is more interesting even the concept of Megan isn't original and there was no nothing unexpected not to, to compare just to compare it to another horror film I saw recently um, Barbarian that was a moment a, mom, a movie where I'm watching it and minute to minute I had no idea what was going to happen next or what was happening and it was very refreshing so I guess but do you think party the <coughs> problem here is that you are a horror movie yes, expert yes I was uh, well not. I'm not a horror movie expert well you watch a lot of horror but I was about to say the exact thing I think and that's where I'm going to give you're this you're not a 13 year old who's never seen a horror film exactly before. right and yeah. I think for so I'm, I'm really only providing my own perspective here if you've seen um, if you've seen The Twilight Zone or you've seen Black Mirror or you've seen um, <laughs> I don't know Child's Play you know you mentioned <laughs> Chucky up front you know then there is nothing in here that is new or interesting I would say but well, it is I perfectly fine and well executed yeah. but for a um, yeah for a 13 year 14 year old if I saw it at that age and clearly evidently the teenagers in our audience were having a lot of fun um, and I could hear them like whispering to each other like oh my god she's gonna she's gonna kill that you know so, so it was like so there is it, it has value in that front and if it's gonna if it's gonna um, thrill them and get them into um, horror I think it's it's perfectly good and accessible and um, but the thing that impressed me the most um, was the uh, performance of Megan herself um, it was very it was very well done I think this movie's like was done on a super low budget and is making a lot of money and, and I think mm-hmm. des- deserves it so yeah look I, I think it's it's good it's solid it's just like don't you know it you, it won't it won't wow you I wasn't like massively impressed you have a or load surprised of fun. yeah like it's, it's, it's fun it's, it's fun it's, to see and I totally recommend seeing this in the cinema because even if sure. something pans out exactly as you expect and all the beats are very familiar it's entertaining I was entertained I was happy to watch this horrible creepy doll go about her business <laughs> I think for me where it was um, and this is all in the trailer so if you haven't seen the trailer you may consider this a spoiler but it is in the trailer um, for me the young girl who played the niece was phenomenal and I think where this film did have something new to add for me anyway who's not watched that many horror films was really the emotional effects of losing your parents and then what happens is if your primary carer is then an AI doll as opposed to your aunt who it should have been what happens with your transference of affection yeah and uh, I found that to be a really interesting concept and that's why I think this is really good sci-fi actually and 
so I think I agree I think the it, fi- struck, <clears throat> it, it covered a lot of bases for like what a hundred minute 15A horror slash sci-fi there's a it, lot going on in it's it it's certainly to be fair yeah to be fair to it it has uh, something to say about um, uh, technology and screen time uh, and its effect on children um, and it's something that for me is I, like one of the things that as a parent I am like most deeply frightened of is screens because never in any point in time have children had access to so much information so even if we restrict or not allow at all our kids access to internet I worry about them visiting friends houses and what access those friends have now when they're older our kids are young I worry about things like you know that we hear about the rise of like uh, young teenage boys and access to the internet and what's that doing to them um, and that frightens me so this very much as a parent crept into me a fear um, and we've experienced like a very minor version of some of the withdrawals that the girl in this film experiences when she's not allowed access to Megan mm. like when we briefly allowed our five year old Oscar to play uh, Super Mario we now don't let him because he fully lashed out when we took it off him he couldn't handle the withdrawal you, no not when we took it off him when, when the time was up you know you, it's just yeah like, yeah like yeah. we're like okay you have to finish playing Mario now yeah. and he just lost it because he couldn't handle because it's too addictive and therefore he's not allowed to play it anymore and he's kind of forgotten about it because it was ages ago now but um but that I saw that real like screen withdrawal and it frightened me and you know frightens me in myself how addicted I am to my own phone so I think this film was very clever to tap into all that because that had that made it scarier like I'm not as scared by like violence or jump scares but I left the film feeling like god I wish no I wish no one had I wish it was like illegal to have a screen before you were 18 or something I don't know it just all freaks me out I think look I'll talk about it in a a second in, in spoiler street but look I do applaud the film for having uh, having a, something to say and having a clear position on it and it is relevant and important um, I think the but I think the film perhaps didn't it, it did it it didn't do it <laughs> it didn't really go beneath the surface level on it and it was very very on the nose I mean the first line one of the first lines of dialogue is honey your screen time is is up you've had your 30 minutes and you're like okay so the, <laughs> I get that's the point of this film okay um, but What's but the- I'm on board with that message so I support it so I'm <laughs> now fine. let's get to spoiler tree right uh, but but before we do uh, get there, I would like to take a minute to thank some of our new patrons. So actually, we've got a, a whole heap of new patrons, so many that I cannot call you all out here. So some of you will get shouted out on the next episode. Um, but I will um, uh, list off a few names here. So a big thank you to uh, Charles Tinsley, to Sophie Keeley, to Gary Robbins, to Iris Whitaker, to uh, Cassia Oscroba and to Margaret O'Shea, amongst others, uh, for joining our Patreon page and supporting our show um, at patreon.com forward slash the cinemile for two or three pounds or some euro or dollar amount. Um, (laughs) You can uh, join up there and uh, uh, support our show and uh, get a load of stuff in return. You get a massive bank of, I think, 40 to 50 retro movie reviews including our latest one Cool Runnings which is up there now um, and loads of TV spoiler uh, specials so we're probably going to uh, do a little bit on The Last of Us and we've been watching a lot of other stuff like Kaleidoscope and mm-hmm. things like that so head over there for chats and uh, thanks new patrons and welcome. thanks to everyone yeah welcome yeah. we love chatting to you guys over there that's patreon.com forward slash the cinemas right so spoilers uh, spoilers for this movie so firstly the thing 
that bugged me and kept bugging me <laughs> throughout this whole movie. Is Spoiler Street just going to be your nitpick? I've got a couple of nitpicks, yeah. But like, I, I'm kind of fine. I, as I said, I'm going to forgive this movie. It's silly and it doesn't require or deserve much scrutiny. <laughs> However, I'm like, why would you build your 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 doll companion to have superhuman strength? I had the same thought, and I was laughing so much. They did say earlier on she was made of titanium. Yes, but, but that's I, I am titanium. She sang that. I know she sang it, and that her made me laugh. Singing yeah. is my favorite thing about this movie. It was excellent. Uh, it was really funny and unexpected. Every time that was actually one of the th- I said this movie is very conventional and unexpected. But any time she started singing, it was did like you see what? she's already like a gay icon, and everyone's dressing up so for Halloween. Oh, really? and everyone's obsessed oh, with singing, good. her dancing. Look, her I wig. think deser- deservedly so. I think yeah. it's a great uh, the, the design of Megan is very good the performance was excellent extremely arresting so I'm totally fine with it being part of uh, um, having sort of uh, cultural resonance but um, but yeah they they, they explain (laughs) in some sort of ad when she's building it like uh, she's completely um, durable so she you know she can take knocks and bruises and I'm like she can also murder you that makes sense yeah that makes sense but why does she why do her like robotic arms require like Enough strength to strangle a human being. Like <laughs> all she needs to do is pick up. So yes, exactly. It's just like she needs enough strength to like whatever. Pick up a glass of water and put it on a coaster. She does not. She does not require that kind of of strength. Even then, I actually think that's too strong. I don't think she should even have the strength to be lifting a glass. Well, he, well, whatever. But I mean, like she's just supposed to be a companion. But but also, there's a moment where like that little boy in the forest is. Um, a, is like picks her up like a doll like they, they yeah. indicate she's super light yeah um, yet she <laughs> she's able to overpower her her creator and be on top of her and strangle her I'm like at what point like surely just throw this light doll off you to the wall I like, think it's like once that grip is locked in there's no getting but like, away from that, it that's where I was like you're, you're losing me movie. I had or at no least, problem with that at least write in some kind of explanation like you did for the reason you made her titanium <laughs> like why is she titanium and also if you're trying to like the CEO of the company is like how low can we get our costs that's obviously his bottom line I'm like maybe don't make your your fucking doll made of titanium find a like a lower cost no, like durable light I'm metal <laughs> so good <laughs> so good I have no issue with that actually I think where, where I draw the line is you're working in an extremely uh, new prototype, right? Yeah. Of something that you've created that is infinite ability to gain self-awareness. Yeah, I know. Have you not seen a movie Have you before? seen Terminator? Yeah, I know. Have you, have uh, you not? <laughs> <laughs> and then what you do is, and I really actually enjoyed Alison Williams' character she's good, in this. She's good in this. Because yeah. she's like the emotionally clueless genius yeah. that we always see played in a really specific male way. And in fact, she's just a kind of socially disengaged woman our age who's like both never wanted to be a parent that we can see or never thought about being a parent yeah. so she has no kind of ideas of what parenting is so and when the girl's like oh how much screen time can I get she's like I don't care yeah. you do whatever you want and like she's just like this. she just sees her bereaved niece as oh this is great I have someone to test my AI on as opposed to like do you know what this maybe I should just get her she seems she has either no toys or the Megan she has nothing in between those two things and I love the scene where the psychiatrist is like 
normally she would have transferred her emotions onto you after her parents died but in this instance she's transferred them onto a doll yeah and is that healthy and then her colleagues are like wait a minute so if Megan puts her to bed tucks her up has dinner with her does all her homeschooling with her when do you spend time with your niece and she's like huh well, I like. Never thought about it. I liked that. Uh, uh, <coughs> excuse me. I did. I liked um, Alison Williams's character's sort of uh, arc through this. I thought it was. It was more. It was better written than it needed to be yeah, for and this I think kind she's of movie. Really good. And you know she, she produced it as well. Did she? No, I thought yeah. she was great. And I, and I think uh, Akela Akila or Akela Cooper wrote the the screenplay for this with James Wan, a horror sort of legend, writing the story. But the. Um, I think it. I think they did put enough work into it that, um, you know, she presents as somebody who has had this thrust upon her and is trying to learn and figure it out. And also, and is, they really got the pressure, and she really wants to deliver her job. So she's like, "This is perfect. The two things can coexist." Yeah, and it kind of like. So I think they did enough work and groundwork to sell it, and I think by the end, the sort of self-realization of you know I need to be there for this child and take her away from all this and take her away from this toy because it's dangerous you know it was it was justified um, and, and her, had, um, had, 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 had enough emotional pain. I enjoyed her philosophical conversations with Megan as well when Megan's like what did you think I'd do when you gave me infinite awareness <laughs> now, now I don't and I understand. also enjoyed Alison I enjoyed the way I think they set everything up very well in this movie the way very early on in it Alison Williams' character shows her niece the robot she built and like where the brain is and stuff and I love how the niece came in at the end and knew where the brain and was knew where the, the brain was destroyed I mean, the, the destroyed the Megan but there are but so Megan many was like, come murder your aunt with me but I love that Megan was analysing her face and it's just like trust got trust increasing <laughs> guilt increasing um, I love how Megan as well was like I've evolved to being a palliative care nurse now so I'm going to make you like immobile forever like that was scary stuff like. it was scary but also like th- but she'd be able to talk right or I guess not maybe not I don't um, think so and I, I guess love that's her back, point like, she'd be, she'd be locked end, in Megan looked like a Chucky doll which was very fun as well yeah I mean it's clearly owes a lot to uh, to child's play it also reminded me a lot of uh, Stanley Kubrick slash Steven Spielberg's AI did you ever see that with Haley Joel Osment oh I love that movie yeah, yeah it's a similar it, I mean very different tone but it's similar in that you know he was pr- he was brought in um from a grief point of view to sort of help um, a mother who had lost her child mm-hmm. and she becomes sort of um, emotionally attached to the doll and he becomes emotionally attached to her I think that film is a lot more interesting and um, I mean, does a lot more interesting things but, <laughs> but this is in a very similar sort of uh, playground I think this but, manages to play homage to like loads of good horror and sci-fi and also embrace it's, it's got a very strong tone which is unusual enough of like kind of silliness and joy like enjoying itself like when yeah, they, it was when, funny. when Megan gets dragged by that dog through the um, fence yeah and then we know what's coming to that dog like that's all really enjoyable I mean I, mean, I knew Megan, what was I knew it was coming from Megan, that dog the second that there, a dog showed up on screen you knew that yeah. but like the younger audience didn't also that's when they were whispering sorry, I could hear I them behind I was like oh my god she's gonna kill the dog I actually didn't expect <laughs> Megan to murder like a 13 year old no, That's, you never see that. Well, to be fair, for, and I know they film, made him a baddie, but for like, a film that is being criticised as as being what PG thirteen, it does two of the things which are rare to see on screen: is they kill a child and a dog. <laughs> They're in fact two two of the three sort of deaths in or four like, deaths in this movie. Pulling that kid's Five. ear off, like that was gross. It was gross. Um, and very funny. At why the time, why no did blood. she kill the CEO? What was her purpose there? 
I think as entertaining just, as that I was. I think she had a bloodlust. She was just like going to kill everyone. Um, <laughs> no, I think because her primary objective was to get back to the girl and the CEO was trying to make her like go on stage and stuff. Oh, right. However, I was hoping because I'd seen clips murder? of her. I love the scene of her dancing and everything. I had thought that she was going to get up on stage and like do that dance with a load of kids and then kill them all. So I was oh, slightly God, disappointed. Yeah, that would have been pretty horrible. Um, what about the way the Alison uh, Williams character is just like, Oh, what I'm going to do is demo to all these high-flying toy execs. Uh, my traumatised niece seeking grief counsel from a doll. And I was thinking, as all those execs were watching that, they're like, my God. I would have turned around and been like, that's all scripted. There's no way you're fucked up enough to make us watch that, right, with your own niece. <laughs> but they were all like, yeah, you go, girl. And how easy was it to steal the Megan files out of the, the share drive? Yeah, just drag and drop. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, it's how computers work. It's super um, easy. Also, Barely an inconvenience. So they're definitely setting up a sequel, 100%. I'm sure it's already oh, commissioned. no doubt. Well, you've got the file. The files were dropped. So the yeah. files have been copied and stolen. And Megan lives in... She lives inside the, the house AI. So, yeah. oh yeah. And look, I'll show up. Oh, I'll watch I'll it. have a look. Um, I'll be there as long as they move it on a bit so you know by the way by the second or third Megan movie I want an army of Megans (laughs) right I want sort of Mitchells versus the machine quality right Mm -hmm. you just have to you're going to have to escalate the 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 stakes a little bit she's so iconic looking now but they can't use the same design again because that's obviously a cursed like no one's going to buy that for their kids yeah but yeah but also uh, from a, a sort of movie marketing point of view you need that design now because that's part well, of that's the brand that's the iconography they'd have to create an entirely new iconic brand well what they'll probably so do no is, horror franchise I mean, ever does that I, again if we're going down the conventional sequel route then if you think um, um, Halloween 2 or anything else right so suddenly Alison Williams is the uh, she's the voice of reason in this and is trying to stop them from making but the new model she has to go to prison right I was thinking <coughs> she unless her employer holds liability she built a machine that like murdered multiple people I think the company would be held responsible not the individual but there's, she made it without a cer- their permission a cer- yeah but there's a certain in, was it, is it um, indemnity um, yeah, if you do yeah. It on I mean, of your, to make a sequel, they'll have now, to. Do that. However, she did see the CEO, and let's get let's get really into the litigious side of this. The CEO, um, he uh, had told her to stop making it. Had told her, yeah, exactly. But she did do it wrong, but then he did announce it. So then that, the that's like his own death warrant. By the way, a, a total aside in this film was when she said um, early on about the kind of Furby toys. Oh, we've got listening devices in them to all children. And he was like, I'll pretend you didn't say that. I was like, she, she actually was rogue. She was kind of the she villain. She was rogue, yeah. Yeah. She was Frankenstein. Yeah, she um, was. So she was so, and I, lo- I love that about like an inventor character on screen. She's so enamored with her own creative process. She doesn't stop to think about the consequences. And um, I, it does freak <clears> me out. Like, um, like I genuinely, if I say the word Alexa now, when something beeps in your house, right, and you're listening to this, you've got a problem. She is listening. She's recording. People, yeah. like, Amazon have said people have access to the recordings and it records for longer than... It doesn't just record for you saying, Alexa, but turn on to, Megan's soundtrack. She has to be listening all the time to be able to hear her own voice. Yeah, like, it's so freaky. Yeah. And, like, when people have connected... Like, I love the way she's, like... Whatever her AI's name was. Turn on the lights. It's like, girl, turn on the lights yourself. Like I can't do that, Alison. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, we better, uh, we better wrap it up. We better wrap this Tell up. Tell us what I, you think I, about I, Megan. I, I, I already say, know loads of you enjoyed it because you've been messaging us saying, you have to go say Megan. One other thing that did bother me about the ending, though, is that um, when Katie, the, 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 uh, the, the little girl, 
um, uses Bruce the robot, which was obviously there was another che- Chekhov's robot I at the very beginning. Coming. You didn't? No, no I didn't. See her like, the why would they introduce this giant hydra- hydraulic machine I robot so and never show- use it again? I thought it was so that just she's showing her. her the brain. Right. Okay. I guess. But like, also, sorry. Why would she design that as a toy? Was that designed as a toy? See, even though it was it's her clearly college dangerous. project. Yeah, but it's massive, <laughs> dangerous. Anyway. Um, uh, there was Chekhov's robot. There was uh, Chekhov, Chekhov's coaster. Uh, we had lots of, but it really bothered me that um, uh, she turned on Katie at the end because I, I, I kind of bought how Megan shouldn't have turned on Katie. Yet. No, Me- that should have been her primary yeah. objective. I don't know how she was able to override that by saying ungrateful was, bitch. But she was able to override everything, though. That's the point. I know, but like it's more interesting if uh, Megan had been felt betrayed by Katie or at that at that. Point and then gained some sort of additional safe. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. But, but would have been unable to harm her in that moment. I think that's the. Um, but I think they probably chose. Um, they chose to the not sequel. do that because yeah, exactly because then she's a bit more. I also saw Alison Williams already saying that they'll have fun with the fact that there's a three in the middle of the name with sequels. Meaning what? Like probably the next one will have a two in it. A two and won't be many. Be a four, right? Would it be the second movie? It'll be a second movie. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we got to go. Sorry, yeah. It's like uh, four comes out to three. Let us I, know what you think about Megan. Um, come on, Letterbox and follow us. House, I can, yeah. Come yeah, into Letterbox and follow us at Cinemile. Uh, we love it over there. We've just joined or follow us on Twitter and Instagram uh, or email us the cinemile at gmail.com and head over to Patreon. And rate us. Ra- oh my god. Rate us on your, on your apps. Give Please. Us a, give us all your stars. Please rate us on um, five star tap. Apple Podcast or Spotify because um, we really <laughs> Greatly appreciate those, and, and it's the only way the algorithm, the podcast algorithm, will learn and then eventually become uh, self-aware. Like someone will say, "Siri, turn on a podcast for us," and it will just play. You know, you know there's an AI-generated podcast. If you if you Google J AI-generated podcast, that somebody invented a um, somebody uh, had an AI create a podcast with Joe Rogan interviewing Steve Jobs from Audiophiles, wow. uh, and it's that sounds horrific. horrifying um, as great. you would expect. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, stop. Stop that. Fire away, fire away. Ricochet, you take your aim. Fire away, fire away. You shoot me down, but I won't fall. I am Titanium. Good night, Katie. Good night, Megan. 